offline marketing is one of the mediums that get you as close as possible to your customer. Many brands use this as a medium to mainly run two types of campaigns, brand awareness or sampling, with all other metrics being derived from here. Welcome to the business project. I'm your host Rahul Jacob and here we find answers to the most puzzling business questions. In today's episode we have Samir Chaudhary, the founder of Media Ant. This is a platform to find various offline channels for marketing and plan your campaign effectively across different mediums. As of today they have more than 2.5 lakh options ranging from radio, newspaper, stadium, apartment advertising to name a few. Listen in to understand how to run offline marketing effectively and why Samir decided to start the media and about 10 years ago. So uh, basically there were two issues. One issue was the data was too fragmented. So let's say because there's too many media options, let's say the, the metro cities itself, you have more than 15,000 billboards. There were some 2 lakh publications. Now getting rate and reach numbers in each of these up till task. So the data is too fragmented. First thing was, can we do something where this data can be aggregated? So that was the first thing. Second was, there was no transparency. If you ask a rate for a newspaper from one guy and to the other guy, there would be two different rates. So transparency and data aggregation, those are the two things that we were trying to solve through the media ad. And how did the idea of creating a marketplace come about? especially at a time when we mainly had individual contributors and small-scale companies providing services? So initially, we were more of a data website where we would provide data. The problem was we did not want to charge people for getting the data mm-hmm. because that would defy the entire purpose of helping small business. But then we were faced the challenge of uh, not having a business model around it. Mm-hmm. Because to make chain data, you needed something. So that was one. The second thing was also many of these guys, even after getting the data, they needed help with purchase. So the marketplace helped both. So while data, we could enrich people through marketplace, we could actually bring business for the media owners. And at the same time, for the brands, we made it easy to go ahead, purchase and monitor. Right? And for us, it was a good thing because we could then uh, make money out of the bad transaction. So it works for the, all the stakeholders. And when you started this marketplace, the market dynamics would have been very different, right? Uh, how have customer habits changed since then? So two large uh, changes. I think one change is in the openness of people to do a lot of transactions online. Uh, it was accelerated by COVID, but also a lot by uh, guys like Amazon and Flipkart who uh, asked people, SMEs, to come online and start selling. Well, so they saw the power of online, they became much more open. The earlier, the entire habit was, uh, how can you meet us in person? And that slowly changed, and then COVID changed it completely. So that's one big shift. And second one is more on the type of media that they were buying. So from the days of only offline, and remember, like, newspaper used to be big, magazines were mm-hmm. huge. People moved a lot towards digital. So I want to talk about offline marketing in particular. If a brand wants to launch in one city, how do they go about it? And also it would be great if you can maybe talk a little bit about a high-level budget that's required for an activity like this. I think the first thing that you have to figure out is who do you want to sell. Yeah. Is 
the first part, which is important important. But at the second level, what you try to identify is what is the brand aspiration? Because budget gets derived from there. So what is the budget? So the aspiration can be defined. Well, this is an example. Mm. Let's say you want to do a launch in Delhi uh, and you want to reach out to the entire population. Let's say you have launched something which is like a, let's say a, a COVID-related uh, vaccine. And now you're allowed to advertise. Now, this is like you would want to reach out to entire Delhi. Now, this might cost you anywhere between 5 crores to 10 crores. But then you figure that, no, this is something, a money I cannot afford right at the beginning. Let me reach out to a smaller lo- locality. So you say, okay, let's reach to only a, a North Delhi or South Delhi. Then accordingly, your budget comes down. So now you can spend, let's say, one CR and do it. For someone, it might be much smaller. Let's say you have started a, a sweet shop. You are selling mm-hmm. confectionery. You might just want to reach out to a particular locality initially. And then you want to multiple locations at city. So what we try to help the visitors understand is basis what your aspiration is. You will have a budget. Or if you have a budget, this is how much you will be able to achieve. So, uh, Mumbai and Delhi, these are the two most expensive and largest cities in terms of population and app sizing. These for a launch will cost you anywhere between 5 PR around for a month. Uh, for a city like a Bangalore, it might be smaller. Two and a half to three CR is a good number. Mm. But these are when you want to reach out to the entire city. So along with the budget, I think it's also important to have the right duration for an offline marketing campaign. Uh, because in the past, I've seen that doing a one-off RWA activity or putting up a couple of billboards some, somewhere, they do not work. So what, according to you, is an ideal duration for a campaign? Correct. So it's, it's getting, again, depends on the purchase cycle. So let's mm-hmm. talk about the biscuit purchase. Right? You mm-hmm. probably be buying biscuit, let's say, once in four weeks time. Or there will be a set of people who will be purchasing the kit once in a month. Mm. So for a brand like that, a week to 10 weeks of campaign is a good idea. If you can do that, you will get enough purchases. But let's say someone in a real estate. Now a purchase cycle for real estate goes to almost five, six months. You start uh, start listing, buying or a car, two to three months. So what you do is you have campaign for the end of duration to cover one purchase cycle. Got it. So I know that at Media and you guys offer a vast variety of offline marketing options. Can you actually tell me what are some of your most popular advertising mediums? So we have more than uh, three lakh options. But mm. if I have to tell you the most popular one, right? So television is certainly the most popular. But if I have to talk about, let's say, a small business or a newly launched brand. Mm. The most popular was the radio that you have outdoor. Then you have all sorts of transit. So let's say transit and autos, buses, trains. And then on a very local level, you might have bus shelters, apartments, newspapers, inserts. So those are the most popular for actually perfect. And as a brand, if I were to choose any of these marketing options, what is an average return on investment that I can expect from some of these mediums? The return in offline 
is measured over a slightly longer period. So unlike a digital radio, can measure each and every object. So let's say example, how much top of the board. Then they went to the about the product, then came to the store and bought. It's very difficult to attribute this to the billboard because no one will tell you that you guys saw the billboard. Mm-hmm. ROI measurement in offline is little tricky, but any ROI between one and three is a good ROI that you should expect. But the only challenge is the measurement period has to be slightly longer. But how is this ROI actually tracked? Is it through coupons or is it some other method that the brands usually use? Those are uh, very hard, but not very effective manner. So you can put a discount coupon and see how many people actually use the coupon. Mm-hmm. But, many, but many campaigns might not give up. It, let's say you have a campaign, we just want to tell people that I have opened a flower store or a restaurant, right? You don't want to give coupon right away because you want to maintain either premiumness or you already are a cheapest product. So coupons are not the best measure. I think there are indirect measures. So I think put uh, on how many people can see a store overall, whether they use coupon or not, that, that's not important. Uh, then if you have a Google console, uh, you can look at the number of searches that might have gone up for your, let's say you have launched something called Rahul store. Now, now you can go and check how many people actually earlier before the advertising, there were only 100 persons happening for my store. Now the number of persons happening are less than 300. So you can attribute it to the offline campaign. So that's the second. And third is you can look at the overall sales list. So typically what happens is there is no single media that can back to sales. So once that you send an SMS and your sales would go up. So this will we coupled with what you're doing on Facebook or what you're doing. Google, how well have you trained your sales team? Got it. So basically, this ROI can be tracked by looking at the before and the after of a campaign. So I next want to understand, are there any prerequisites that a brand can do to uh, maximize their return on investment on an offline campaign? Yeah, I think one, one is ensuring that the product is right. Because marketing can get you people to the store via website. Mm. But it cannot help you sell a bad product. For example, uh, let's say we have a brand which is selling cars. Right? Let's say mm-hmm. some guys. Now, I can drive the football to the store, but if the sales team is not equipped or trained to sell it, or if the car is not good, there's not much we can do. So I think it always helps to ensure the product market fit, mm-hmm. ensure the, the selling guys are right, ensure that you have enough investment to before you go and start logic. So don't blame, like don't count on marketing to sell the product. I think count on marketing to create awareness about your product, get the football. But purchase is a factor of multiple things, marketing is being one of them. Okay, so if I understood you right, you are saying that a brand should not be doing offline marketing unless and until they've identified who their actual customer is, correct? Yeah, uh, unless they have identified their sales funnel, there is no point advertising. Because if, uh, if the sales funnel is leaky or bad, mm-hmm. and just then more people will not buy. Agreed. So, Samin, how important is creativity in offline marketing according to you? Because the attention spans in people have drastically reduced over the years, right? It's, it's, it's very, very important because it's like marketing is a vehicle. It takes you to, from point A to point B. Mm. But what do you do, how, what do you tell the guy is all about the creative. So a bad creative 
So I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, 80% or 8 is creative work, 20 is media work. Offline marketing, if done right, can give the brand a 3 ROI. Unless you run a campaign like what Coinbase did at the Super Bowl, which can give you returns that are absolutely unheard of. I've linked out to this campaign in the show notes for your reference. If you have any offline marketing requirements, check out the Media Ant as well. For more such content, follow the business project. Until next time, cheers.